Hello, Basho. Hey, Tom. It's Ted in South Newbridge. How you doing? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. You know, I'm just uh, doing the show and having a having a pretty good time. What are you up to? Awesome. Well, you know, just just uh, you know, kind of hanging out. I've been catching up on uh, this season of Curb. Uh, I finally watched all of it. I I, I liked it. Yeah, I, I was into this one too. I thought it was, I thought it was funny. It seemed like it was a little, little better than the previous one. Um, yeah, all the stuff with the Spite store was funny. I thought it was funny. I was kind of torn about it though. I think it's a great idea, but it seems like, I don't know, it's kind of like the, the famous kind of pushing their weight around. What do you think? Yeah, no, I think, I think there's a little bit of the idea. It's just like that the, I, I would that, that, that like uh, Mocha Joe might still know how to run a coffee shop better than uh, a guy who could just go back to writing a TV TV show anytime he wants and just lose interest in the store. Exactly, it's like he, Larry has the ultimate safety net, but Mocha Joe, he's you know he's he's a lifer. He's in it for life, right? Yeah, yeah, Mocha Joe's a real a lifer, I guess. I never thought, you know. So I guess it's a. I, I'm more. I'm more. I sympathize with the lifers in those things, not with uh, Jonah Hill opening a deli or, or because uh, I mean Jonah Hill's just going to go do a movie, and then what happens to the deli when he's when he's on set in Atlanta? No, he'll forget about it, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but it was fun. It was a good season. Yeah. So what? What's uh? What's going on with you? Well, you know, Tom, the, the reason I'm calling is I, uh, I hate to ask this, but I need some help. Some help. Well, what, what's, yeah. what's going on? What do you need help with? Well, my 10 year old son, Robbie, he's addicted to these roast battles on YouTube. Have you ever seen these things? Like roasts, like, like the, like on Comedy Central when they do like a famous person, like those roasts. Well, yeah, he he loves those, but he especially loves these these roast competitions from I guess it's like three or four years ago at this venue in New York called the Stand, and basically there's hours and hours of these things on YouTube, and he just watches them all the time. And basically, it's it's two people who roast each other, and then these successful stand-up comedians basically act as the judges. Okay. Okay. And Robbie especially loves this one judge. His name's um, Big J Okerson. And uh-huh. he he loves him so much that he, he made his mother make him these mini black fingerless gloves like Big J wears. It's really, I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah, and your kid is 10, you said? He's 10. He's ten, yeah, yeah, and he, he he's also been bugging us to get him one of those one of those tiny hats that Rich Voss wears. Sure. Yeah, and he's he's also been asking if he can get some kind of hormone treatment that will help him start growing a big bushy beard, like Mike Lawrence. Yeah, but that's that is interesting. Like a for a ten year old, yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah, and and I'm I'm getting a little worried. You know, he's he's saying his main goal in life is to live with those guys and Anthony Jeselnik in a comedy condo for the rest of his life. Huh. So he's got he's got the he's got the the bug of where these guys are his heroes now. 
Yeah, it's weird. It's like these guys, I, I keep telling them, I don't know if these guys are the right guys for you or to for be, anybody, really. To, like, idolize. Yeah, there's, like, yeah, there's darkness with these cats, right? Yeah, there is a darkness with these cats. Yeah. I could see. Yeah, it's weird for a, ch- a child to be so drawn to it. Yeah, I, I don't get it. And anyway, Robbie's become so obsessed with roasting that he's pretty much been roasting everybody in his life for the last two months, and it's driving us crazy. He, uh-huh. He's even call he's even calling himself the Roastmaster Junior, which is of course in honor of his mentor, Roastmaster General Jeff Ross. Oh, that's his. He considers Jeff Ross to be his mentor. Absolutely, yeah. And and he he he's even started his own account on Instagram and it's it's at Roastmaster Junior Junior. At Roastmaster Junior? Junior, yeah. The, the word junior. Okay, hold on, hold on, I gotta see this. Oh yeah, there he is. Huh. Wow, he he's really into documenting every aspect of his life, huh? Everything, everything. It's like this couldn't bode less well for the future, could it? That that this is where his head is at. Yeah, I mean he's he's already saying things like, you know, Dad, I'm only doing this for the gram. Uh huh. Well, you know, I don't know. He's ten. I I don't know if I'd worry about it so much. I mean, he's just a kid, and this is probably like a a phase that he's going through. That's what I thought at first, but I mean, this thing is taking over our lives. It's 24 seven. This, this, this whole roasting thing and grabbing. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. So he, he's what roasting like his friends at school. Everybody, friends, family, teachers, you name it. Um, Oh my God. I'll tell you. Robbie's Little League coach was apoplectic the other day. Mm-hmm. Why's that? Well, he, he called me and he said during a team huddle, Robbie pointed at the team's shortstop and said, I'm not saying Timmy is bad at baseball, but he strikes out more on the field than Coach Davidson does down at Midnight Confessions Gentlemen's Club after his graveyard shift restocking the shelves at Adult World. Ooh, that's that's that's, that's, that's pretty it's pretty heavy. Yeah, no, that's uh that's brutal. So he, with that, he's implying he's managing to take a shot at was it Timmy <laughs> the other kid? Like, so he's yeah, taking Timmy, Timmy on his team. Yeah, he's ostensibly taking a shot at Timmy, but he's really sinking Coach Davidson by saying that he strikes out at the strip club after he restocks shelves at the adult shop he works at. It's like a triple whammy, right? Yeah, yeah. No, that's, so that, that's rough. Yeah, that's, it's very it's very rough, and, and, and that's just the tip of the iceberg here. Mm-hmm. What else is going on? Well, I, I got a very irate call from Robbie's art teacher, Mrs. Meniscus. Men- okay, Mrs. Okay, sure. What ha- what, and, what what did she say? Well, basically, here's what he said to her. 
He, he said, look at you, Mrs. Meniscus. When you were attending art school, you had dreams of your works hanging in the Louvre. But here you are teaching art to a bunch of disinterested brats who hate your class so much, they keep asking if they can go to the Louvre. Okay. Um, oh, okay. I, I didn't, I didn't, I get it now. I, 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 right. It's a, yeah, it's a little bit of a, a little bit of a stretch on that one. Well, it's very wordy also, right? Yeah, yeah. But he's... And, and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, Robbie was very down on himself for a solid week because that one just didn't connect. Okay. Yeah, the Lou landed poorly due to his fellow students not knowing, A, what a Lou was and also not what the Louvre was. And I'll tell you, he was more upset about that joke's failure than with his four-day suspension. Oh, he got suspended from school for that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 That's, that's rough because he, but he's, he's actually more caught up in his failed, uh, word, word play than about actually having to be suspended from school. Absolutely. Ah. He, he was just beating himself up because he was, he was walking around the house just going, it's called word economy, you dink. <laughs> Okay. Right? Yeah, so he's got he's taking it very seriously. He huh. he is. He is. And and I'll tell you, ma'am, at church the other day, yeah. Uh, Robbie got up and said, "You know, my sister Karen has always had terrible taste in boys. But this new boyfriend makes Ricky Casso look like the world's nicest weeblo scout." And then he said, "Hmm. Weeblo." That's what my parents say when they contemplate their life choices and parenting skills. <laughs> uh, I mean, look, that's that I get that. Those are, those are real roast jokes. These are real. I mean, and look, I get that. I, there's part of it. I, I obviously the wee blow part I get and which is, you know, it's kind of, it's, it's, well, I think it's, I know it's hard to you as the parent, but that's, it's hard but to it, hear your, your your son say that sort of stuff. Yeah, but it's it's kind of a, I, I understand that. I just don't get the part. Was it Ricky Casso? Yeah, I I, I didn't get that either. Um, it, it turns out Ricky Casso was one of the very first heavy metal influenced teenage murderers back in the eighties. It's like, where is he finding out about this stuff? Ricky Casso. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean. I think I remember that was like a thing and like, like there was like a Rolling Stone article and like probably like the mid eighties or about that. But that's like, I don't know how a 10 year old would have, would have the slightest idea about any of that. I barely remember it. It's crazy. I don't get it. I'm almost, I'm terrified of this kid at this point. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's unexpected. Well, it gets worse. Uh, unfortunately, I'm Robbie's main roast target now. Well, okay. And and it's really getting to me because it makes me feel like I'm just losing authority over the whole household. Okay, how how so? Well, the other day when he saw me sitting on the couch reading this Bed Bath and Beyond catalog, mm-hmm. he comes up and he goes, "Look at you." You're like if Ward Cleaver had even less charisma and was even more of a 
I, I can't say the word, Tom, but it begins with P and it ends with Ussy. Okay. All right. That's, that's, that's brutal. It is, it is. And, and everyone in the family was, was there. And I'll tell you one night, our neighbor Mike came over to borrow a rake. Mm-hmm. Robbie sees him out in the front yard talking and he comes over and he just sidles up to Mike and goes, you know, my dad works for his father-in-law. He's completely unqualified for the job and everybody at the company hates him. Unfortunately, that's the least disturbing thing he has in common with Jared Kushner. Oh, that's wow. Did did you laugh? I was more gasping, honestly. That's that's like a dismantling. <laughs> it is, and I I'm, I don't like it. No, you shouldn't. Oh my it's god. I hope, he, I, I hope he doesn't he never hears the, the word dismantled because he's going to start calling himself the dad dismantler. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, that's, mm-hmm. Oh my God. So, all right. Then he said, you know, dad's Ford escort is so uncool. Even the only escort he could afford was embarrassed to be seen in it. <laughs> These jokes are like, oh, I don't know. It's like the the knowledge he has of certain things is. I know. Shocking. He's ten. He's ten, and he's making escort jokes. I don't get it. His father. I know. And then he said, "My dad is so pale. When he sees Jim Gaffigan on TV, he calls him Dark Meat Hot Pockets." Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. So who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. Okay. That's, I, I mean, guess Jim, this, this Jim Gaffigan guy is tanner than I am. Yeah. No, he's pretty pale too. So, wow. These, these are not nice. No. And, and he, he all often gets on me about my music that I like. Okay. Like, how so? Well, like, one of them was, Dad's taste in music is so lame, he thinks 50 Cent is still the cost of a copy of Dirty Leg Show that Spank Mag Mom won't allow him to buy anymore. That, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's ugly. <laughs> that's actually... He's 10! He's 10. I, oh my goodness. Yeah. He's really just letting you have it, huh? He he really is. And he said, then he also said, you know, dad had a band in the early 90s. They were a culture club tribute band called the Church of the Poison Mind. Sadly, dad was kicked out because the other guys in the band didn't think his stage presence was ballsy enough. I don't... I guess because Culture Club, the guys were not super, like, you know, macho. Oh, yeah, okay. So, yeah, so that's like a zinger that, yeah. Okay, well, they, those, that's, 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 that's a really, 
That's mean. That's a mean. I know. That's a that's a rough one. I don't like. Doesn't doesn't feel good. No, no. And there was dad has great respect for mom. Yeah, he really looks up to her. She's five foot six. Okay, so that's 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 kind of a traditional one, but that's that wouldn't feel good coming from your son. Nope. No. Oh, it's so upsetting. Yeah, I can only even ra- even re- even recounting it for you is upsetting to me. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. what? What? Are you crying? Oh. Uh-huh. Um. What? So. <laughs> it's just it's just bringing up all the original hurt. You know how that goes. Yeah, yeah. It's like ripples in a. It's like you throw a rock into a pond, and it's like. The initial hurt is when it hits the water, but the ripples are all the ones that have happened. What's that, Dark Star? What's that? I, what's what's that? I don't know what that is. Oh, it's, it sounds like that was a Robert Hunter lyric. Oh, no, no. I was trying to... Never mind. Never mind. Okay. All right. So once at, at the dinner table, he said, here's to mom. Unlike dad's lower haunches, there's no fat on these steaks. Okay, so he's making fun of your lower haunches. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then he said, he said to the principal at my school, at, at his school, yeah. mom, wear, mom wears the pants in their relationship because like his fashion guru, Eddie Trunk, dad wears cargo shorts 365 days a year. I don't even think the principal knew who Eddie Trunk was. Uh-huh. Um. I I gotta say I kind of like that one. That's a that's a pretty good. I'm I'm impressed that a ten year old could string that together and and kind of turn that into a like make a joke with the with those references in it is pretty pretty impressive. Wait, wait well, whose side are you on? Look, I'm just admiring the con- construction of the things. It's impress and it's impressive that he's only ten and he's saying these things. You, you know? can have him. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't know what you want exactly want from me. You called you. You're the one who called me, Ted. Well, here's what I want. I'm sick of getting roasted by my own child, and I want to be able to hold my own and maybe even out roast him. Uh, okay. Okay. And you're the only person I know who used to have some kind of very tenuous connection to the entertainment business. So of <laughs> course, you're the first person I thought of calling. Well, that's very sweet of you, the way you phrase that. And, um, but uh, wait, what, what you thought of me for what now? To help me roast that little turd. To roast your own son, a 10 year old. Yes. I'm yes. Not, I'm, he, he's, I'm not going to be a part of that. I mean, I'm sorry. He's just like, he, he's even regardless of what he's saying, it's just like he's still a little kid. And it sounds like he's just having fun with this. And, you know, I, why don't you just consider like laying down the law and tell me just can't do this stuff anymore? Who are you talking to, Ted? I told you not to call me Ted Robbie. I didn't call you Ted Robbie, you dink. Wow. That's the call. See what I'm I'm dealing with? Yeah. Called you a dink. He sounded like the. Yeah. And he you let you let him talk to you like that? What can I do? He he doesn't listen to me. It's like he 
he's lost all respect for me at this point. Sure. Yeah. Well, look, I, 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 I see, I see what you're talking about. Yeah. I said, who are you talking to? A, it's none of your business. And B, it's Tom Sharpling, okay? That ape you're always listening to who talks only about pizza restaurants and prog rock? Oh, boy, you must really be going stir-crazy if you're calling that human white noise generator. Human white noise? Okay, that, I don't, I'm Ted. Put, yes. put put Robbie on. I I, I want to get in on this. Are you sure? Yeah. No, I see what you're talking about. I want I want in. Okay, I'll I'll get on the other line. Hang on. All right. Pick up the phone. Hello. Robbie. Yes. Hey, this. Uh, I I I hear you like to roast people, huh? Yeah. Why do you care? Well, you know, I just, you, you think you're a pretty funny guy and, um, you know, I, I don't know. I'd be willing to, why don't we just go, uh, toe to toe here? We go, you know, we will, we do a, a round of roast battle. You, you up for that? Yeah. Like tit for tat. We'll just go back and forth. You're sure you want to jump in that ring? Yeah. No, I'm sure. All right. Well, get ready to go down in flames. Oh, that's okay. Well, you maybe you get ready to go down in flames. <laughs> okay, um, I'm going to toss a coin. All right, and um, hang on, hang on. All right, Tom, you call it. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Heads. It is heads. All right, um, Tom, you can go first, or you can defer. Um, you know what? Why don't you go first, Robbie? I'll, I'll defer. All right. You know, Tom has been doing the best show for so long. It's really impressive. I mean, who knew there were that many candy bars to get mad about for 20 years? <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's a good one. That's, I, that's, that's, yeah, that's funny. I, that's a good one. And that's my turn now. All right. It's Tom's turn. Okay. Hey Robbie, you're so you're so annoying that you could even make a happy meal unhappy. Oh man. All right, now it's my turn. Okay, yeah, it's your turn. You know, it must be hard to watch other shows get more successful while the best show stays right where it was. The next season of Serial should investigate the death of your career. <laughs> hey, that's 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 pretty good. That's good, you know. Um, hey, Robbie, you know you're what ten years old? Yeah. Yeah, you're not even full grown yet. You know, I mean, you're just a little kid. You're you're not even a half pint. You're a shot glass. <laughs> you okay, son? Shut up, Dad. Is this? The best show used to be on WFMU. Now it's not on the radio anymore, just online. What's next? Talking into Dixie Cups with strings attached? (laughs) 
That's okay. That's 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 cute. That's funny. You know, Robbie, you seem like a good kid. Uh, you actually remind me of a cloud. When you go away, the day gets brighter. Hey, Tom, what are you, Tom, what are you doing? Is, I, I was just trying to roast him. I'm just like, you know, that's what I said. That's what you wanted. Maybe you wanted help with the stuff, you know? And I'm just doing these jokes. I know. I, I wanted you to roast him, but can you lighten up a bit? Can I lighten up these? I'm doing these things. That, these these jokes are pretty soft that I'm I said, doing. I said lighten up. I, I don't get it. Okay. All right, let him have it, son. Wait, let him have it. Wait, now you're rooting for him? Tom is always complaining that people will appreciate the show once he's dead. Well, why don't you give us a chance to appreciate it then? Okay. okay, so yeah, that's very good. That's very good. You know, Robbie, you're you're ten years old. You're not you're not fully grown yet. And I mean, I don't want to say you're short, but when you like wave your hand around, I call that a microwave. <laughs> Come on. How dare you treat my son like this? He's only ten. He's only 10. Okay. I mean, I was, ugh. his jokes were so mean. He just literally said he wished I was dead. But he's only I'm, 10. Yeah, I understand he's only 10. I mean, I'm trying to just do these jokes. His jokes were so mean. His, and you're going to turn on. A, he's just a kid. And I'll tell you one thing. You can yeah. bet your ass that we're going to be suing you for flagrant defamation of a defenseless child. I'm just a little kid. Great. How does this happen? I was trying to help. This guy, this guy calls me. I'm trying to help this guy. His kid can't control his own kid. And then I give his kid a little bit of the a little bit of a hard time with this. Just my jokes are just. Uh, and then this dad's gonna sue me now. Oh, oh look! And now I just got a message from Robbie on Instagram. Oh, you here? You haven't heard the last of me, you pos. As soon as this GD quarantine, and he misspelled quarantine is Q U A R A N T E N. So he. Didn't even spell quarantine, right? As soon as quarantine is over, I'm going to F you up, you GDM. I, I know, like, oh, here's one I never, I never actually heard, you GDMFQH. Wow, okay, QH. Oof. That's actually worse than, the more I think of QH is maybe the most offensive part of this whole thing. Oh, he just posted another. He just posted a video of himself slashing my tires. Oh, how is this even possible? I thought this kid was in Newbridge. Oh, I don't even know why I bother with these people. I don't know. Well, I guess I just lost the roast. <laughs>